Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Today's podcast is talking about the habits of great leadership. Today's most successful leaders don't get that way by accident. There's learned and applied habits and I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about leadership habits, routines and disciplines that have helped or even hindered leaders so that you can tweak and adjust and make changes to your leadership skills and behaviours. So let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome back to another week. And my goodness me, what a week it's been for me. I don't know about you. I hope you've had a fabulous week. But I must tell you, I have felt like a celebrity this week. It's been amazing. So, as a listener to my podcast, if you're a regular, you'll know that I'm arranging an event just in line with International Women's Day. And of course, I've been talking about it and promoting it everywhere. There's no point being the world's best kept secret, is there? So I've been promoting it everywhere. Well, I've been in the paper. I've been on a TV program. I've been on a radio show. I'll put all of the links in the in the show notes for you to be able to pick up for the links that I can get for you Um, but it's been fantastic and quite amusing and a little bit scary all at the same time but if you're new to the podcast or if you're somebody that means to do things and then doesn't quite get round to it you know go and grab your ticket for my event the female leadership event is running just one week before International Women's Day. So it is going to enable you to improve your performance, to lead effectively, to grow in confidence, let go of any of the fear of failure and enable you to be able to talk and have courageous conversations with confidence so that you can ask for what you want without worrying about appearing bossy or worrying what people think. You know, you can step into self-promotion. You will get um, a fabulous session from Sue Jefferson talking about how you can balance a career with a family. And But you know what? Even if you don't have a family, how do we balance working so hard and actually having a life, you know, even without the family? So it's still going to be a useful session, even if you're somebody that doesn't have a family. So if you haven't grabbed your ticket yet, do get your ticket. Um, and if you've got any questions at all, please do drop me an email at emma at emmalankton.com or go to my website, look at the detail of on the events page there and get your ticket really quickly. It's not long now. It's on the 27th of February. I am so excited about it. There are some fabulous people that have bought tickets and I'm really, really excited. People are commenting and mentioning it over on LinkedIn, which is where I spend most of my time and you can connect with me there as well. 
but do go and look at the detail on the website over on LinkedIn, grab your ticket and I will see you there. Brilliant. So if you really want to improve a situation, according to Stephen Covey, we can work on one thing that we have the control over, which is yourself. That's the biggest thing. You know, when I have people coming to me for coaching, um, whether they're seeing me online, we, I work through like video conferencing, or even the people that come to see me face to face in my beautiful room in York. You know, one thing that I say to them, they ask me about teams and they ask me about, you know, partnerships and things like that. And the one thing that I say to people is, do you know what? We can sit here and we can guess and we can use the psychology and the knowledge that I have about how people function. But ultimately, those people are not here with us on this call or in this room. So what we need to work on is you. And sometimes that's working on you having better habits, you having better responses, you know, you being uh, calmer about things, you being able to deal with things and have even some of that acceptance about, well, somebody is going to get cross or arsy or be difficult about this, this and this. Somebody is really, really stressed. But if they're not here, we can't do anything about them, but we can do something about you. So as I said in the intro, we're going to explore leadership habits because that is something that you can do something about. Because the good news is that leadership is really a set of skills and behaviours that we can all learn and develop. Leadership is what we do every day that helps us to achieve results through people. But it's what we do. And psychology that I bring into everything that I do has taught us a lot about how we change behaviours and how we develop new skills. You think about what you do on a morning when you're getting up, you're getting showered, brush your teeth, get your coffee, whatever is your normal routine. That's your habit. Call it routine, call it habit. I really don't mind, but when we, there are things that we do regularly without even thinking about it, then those are our habits. Those are our routines. When we do things on a regular basis, we begin to start by thinking about them. And sometimes, you know, maybe like, well, you know, as we come through to the end of January and uh, New Year's resolutions and people are all sort of, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym and things like that. Those things even need, we kind of might be making ourselves do it. We might be setting aside a particular time for it. We might be consciously thinking and planning those things but after a time they move from being consciously thought about to be something that's more routine that's more subconscious and almost automatic thinking just like your morning routine is in fact having a positive habit frees up some of the conscious thinking time and then you've got like headspace literally to think about other priorities So if you want to make changes to your habits and routines, the first thing that you need to do is look at what you already do and decide what you want to do differently and what you want to change. So you might think about, do I really want to do that today? Can I spare two minutes to implement this or that? Can I add 20 minutes, 30 minutes to go for a walk? 
is this really the best use of my time? So that you look at what you're already doing and ask yourself those questions. And then you can think about what else you want to do instead. How else you want to be able to perform in your day? What's not working well for you? What is working well for you? And then the thing is that habits take time and a little bit of effort to form. You know, they talk about um, the neurons in the brain, that we make a connection. And that's fine when we do the first time, the first thing we make that connection, that neuron is formed. But then it's the repetitive action again and again that kind of strengthen that connection, that make that neuron stronger and stronger. Research has demonstrated that it can take people anywhere between 20 and kind of 250 days to build a habit that's really strong and effective. You know, I usually say it's it's about, it's at least six weeks. Some people have found that, you know, it takes a lot longer. And some of that as well is about mindset. Do you really want to do it anyway? If you're not engaged in it and you're not fully... Um, kind of, you know, enthusiastic and see the value in what you are doing, then it's absolutely going to take longer. You know, it's going to be like dragging you through mud. Chances are, like me and everyone else on the planet, you also have some unhealthy and negative habits. And in the same way that we can have healthy and unhealthy leadership habits, but we can identify them through paying attention to what we do, through getting feedback, and looking at how we spend our time. If I think about some of the unhealthy leadership habits that I've seen, you know, one of them is for people who start their day responding to emails and doing all those kind of tasks that require a little bit of attention, but people feel like they are clearing the way to do the big thing. When you're clearing the way to do the big thing, you're actually using up like brain energy and, and, and physical energy and thinking energy. One of the things that I say to people is if you think about your brain as being like a rechargeable battery, you use up a good chunk of that power first thing in the morning by going through your emails, all those small um, tasks. So, you know, it's often better to think about what's the big thing that you need to do that day. Another unhealthy habit is not taking breaks or eating lunch at your desk or, you know, eating lunch while you're going through your emails. Often the one thing that I say to people, and I know I said it in other podcasts as well about, you know, Blue Monday and getting out in daylight, particularly January, February when the daylight's poor, is go for a walk at lunchtime. You know, get yourself out, get the daylight, move away from your desk, stretch your legs Free your mind a little bit. Um, get yourself moving. Because not taking a break, actually taking that break, you know, is, is, is like a recharge. Another really unhealthy leadership habit is, is going home and still being in leadership mode. <laughs> I've heard loads of people that have come to me 
And, um, you know, because of like being the boss in the office and uh, they go home and, um, you know, their wife or partner is there doing, uh, sorting out a meal and the kids don't want to eat it or something like that. And then they still go into leadership mode and there they are and they're still sorting it out and this, that and the next thing. And then it all gets really tense because they're still problem solving. They're still sort of allocating workforce. They're still analyzing the situation they're still being that leader in in the home and it becomes really tense and it's unpleasant for them to go home and they're not walking into a home where they kind of relax and one of the things that I say to them is you know is that is that your responsibility is that your is that really your problem or do you just need to leave the kids to you know squabble and fight it out can you leave your partner to you know sort out the problem with the teenager not eating whatever meal is it your problem one of the other things that um some of my clients tell me is that they are you know going home after a long day they have dinner and then they fire up the laptop to do another few hours of work at night and that again you're firing up your brain you're not um you're not having that calm down time, you're not having that rest, you're not having the relaxation, but also you're not having connectivity, you're not connecting to the other relationships in your life. So that overall means that you're just not looking after yourself and it ends up with leaders working themselves into the ground and when this happens we get problems with systems and processes and performance you fail to take proper care of yourself your physical emotional psychological needs then begin to flag there's an enormous amount of energy in being a leader and you know keeping that ball rolling but when you've got really firm inner foundations it enables leaders to feel really sort of secure and grounded when dealing with the daily challenges of the role so think about all the things that you do to keep yourself well are you exercising are you eating well are you connecting with your relationships because when the pressure hits we stop doing all of those things that keep you well. And actually, that's when we need to do more of them. And you're human. We all are. It's important to remember that nobody is an expert on everything. It's really okay not to have all the answers. You know, I talk a lot about curious leadership and how to... Um, get curious with your questioning and how you don't need to be the expert about everything. In fact, I'll be talking about this soon um, at a Disrupt HR event in York on the 11th of February. There's details on Eventbrite. Um, it's Disrupt HR is really, really good. It does um, have you look at um, HR type things and leadership um, business things really, really differently. And the speakers that come along have to... Um, they have about 20 slides and they move every every 15 seconds. So you have five minutes to do your presentation. And I love that because they're short, they're snappy. You have to keep to the point. So um, if you want to know about Curious Leadership and a whole host of other fantastic topics, all in the short, sharp uh, presentations, check out Eventbrite, Disrupt HR York 
on the 11th of February. And there's others across the country as well. There's the one in Newcastle, I think, on the 12th. So, I digress. But do check that out. I'll put a link for that in the show notes. But, you know, being curious means we can be really comfortable asking questions and being comfortable that we don't have to know everything. We don't have to be a complete expert on everything. And I will do a full episode uh, on that at a later date. But it's often you know, being able to recognize that and maybe going back to somebody and saying, so, you know, you were saying about that the other day, tell me more, let, you know, what do I need to understand for that? Because people love, you know, to show that they know something. People love to be helpful. Also, maybe look at taking some reflection time in your routine or your habit. As a coach, it's really important to reflect and something that I plan into my day and my week. But I see a lot of leaders who simply never take the time or opportunity to stop, to pause, to reflect. By taking the time to stop and pause and reflect, we give ourselves the chance to work through situations in our mind and any accompanying emotions that might have come up with it. Why did I get cross about that? Why did I feel uncomfortable about that? Oh, I wanted to jump in there. These moments of reflection can lead to greater composure, you know, within yourself, like I was saying about people going home and and kids arguing and needing to step in. And even when workplace issues... It gives you greater kind of wisdom and insights. You can be like, oh yeah, that really bothered me because of this. But you know what? That was my stuff and it didn't need to be. They also help us stay connected to our vision, to our values, our purpose and where we need to be stepping in and where we need to leave things for other people. Where it is our job to influence. So you can look at replacing unhealthy habits with healthy leadership habits like setting aside some time uninterrupted to get that one key thing done, probably first thing in the day or schedule it in the day. Or making sure that you take time to go for a quick walk, to refresh, to re-energise or to rebuild your focus. You might want to leave some of the, you know, mindless, smaller tasks like emails to that time when there's that kind of mid-afternoon slump or a time that you find that you are less productive so that you can just work through it in in the smaller chunks but you feel like you've achieved something because you're getting through the smaller things faster. The key to building new habits is to experiment and to try new things out. And if it doesn't work, don't just revert back but try something else new and you'll do that by reflecting. You can see how it's all connected here. You might want to Take some time this week to become aware of your habits. Look back at how you spend your time. When you identify some of the habits that you want to change or new habits that you want to develop, maybe sometimes you involve others. Maybe you put it in your performance plan. Maybe you just speak to your boss or your colleague or your um, mentor. You know, because their feedback and encouragement can make all the difference because you've got somebody kind of holding you to account on this. So I hope that's really, really helpful. You know, take some time to look at what you're doing, what you want to change. Ask yourself those questions. 
then think about what you want to change recognize that some initially they take effort but the more that you do it it becomes easier I know it can feel really hard to make changes or even to reach out for support yet we also know that increasing complexity of leadership roles has a huge emotional cost as well and without support some leaders you know falter or never feel completely comfortable or some talk about feeling alone at the top and that's why it's really vital you have somebody you can turn to to offer sort of impartial support a listening ear support encouragement or to ask you some questions to get you to think about things differently And if that applies to you and you feel you'd benefit from a confidential, safe and non-judgmental space to explore your thoughts, I have got space now for one-to-one coaching, whether that's an intensive or a longer piece of work. I offer a free 30-minute coaching call to provide you with the opportunity to talk through any challenges, to get some support in looking at your next steps, to reflect on any recent events or the impact that it's having to get the clarity about how you can move forward. Or even if you just want to talk to me about whether my event is right for you, book a call with me and let's chat about how we can get you in the right direction. We can change some of those habits. We can get you to lead with ease. I'd really love to talk to you. And then don't forget to leave me a review. Share this with people that you think it will be really helpful for. And then I'll be back in your earbuds in the next episode. Bye for now.